What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, Certified Animal Chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. And Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy, I'm your host. I am a certified animal chiropractor. I'm an access consciousness facilitator and animal wizard. And I'm here today, as I am every week, to invite you to information to empower you to know what you know about your animal. So today, separation anxiety. How can we change this with ease? Does your dog have separation anxiety? Um, are you aware when they do um, certain behaviors that that's an indication that they're anxious? Um, do you have just a little mild case with a few little tweaks we can eliminate? Do you have a severe case where um, a bunch of different um, components need to be um, put into place? Um, have you tried everything? Um, you don't even know where to start. Um, are you looking for something completely different to change this behavior with ease? So throughout this hour, I invite you to ask questions, share your animal stories, and join us on the radio adventure. And you can reach us in a variety of ways. You can call them in at 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, 4433-0010-625 in the U.K., you can always Skype them in at a2zen.fm, and then you can chat them in at www.a2zen.fm, and along the top blue line, choose chat. Um, today we've got um, a panel of folks joining us. Um, if they would like, I would love for them to um, speak up, tell us your name, tell us about your animal, tell us why you're here today, anything that you'd like to share. Are we there? Susan, Kim. All right, they're not here yet. All right. Can you hear me okay? I can hear someone okay. Okay. Hey, my name is Susan, and I've known Dr. Andy for years. Um, she's been um, an animal chiropractic for um, lots of my pets and has done a fantastic job. And actually, I'm the one who um, drug her to an active conscious meeting many, many years ago. It is all Susan's <laughs> <And> fault. <laughs> It is, and I have not been as good as following through on my access consciousness, so I'll need a refresher. Currently, I have two dogs. Um, one, we think, is about five or six years old. We adopted him um, when he was probably around two um, from Freedom Service Dogs. He um, has a big pin in his leg, which is why they kept him out of the program, and he also has seizure disorders, um, which we um, have been fairly successfully managing naturally. And then um, we adopted um, a six-month-old lab um, off Craigslist named Oakley, and um, she's been the most destructive free dog I've ever owned. <laughs> and so I um, had always thought it was just she was ornery, but then when I was reading Dr. Andy's topic today, I was wondering if part of the destructiveness is um, a component of separation anxiety. Very cool. And how old is Oakley now? Oakley is three and a half. Okay, so she's been with you three years. Yeah. Okay, cool. I haven't met either one of these dogs. 
You've, you've met Dakota. I think you've worked on him before. Did I? I know we talked about it. Hmm. Oh. Any which way, thank you so much for joining us. And is Kim on the line? I'm here. Hi, Kim. Would you like to Hello. tell listeners a little bit about you and your animals? Sure. So, um, again, my name is Kim, and I actually have three cats. I don't have any dogs. Um, and I was interested in this topic. Uh, my cats don't, I don't think they display separation anxiety, but I was interested in the topic um, because, as you know, Andy, um, our house, we've recently had, we're living in a hotel because um, our house caught on fire. And so I worry about them. I worry every time I leave the hotel room if they're going to be nervous because this isn't their home. And so some separation anxiety for that reason. Um, And I don't know if they have it or not, but I just wanted to see what, what you were going to talk about today to see if it applies to them at all. Awesome. We, we need more kitties on the show. How exciting is that? So so awesome. We're going to, uh, the, the humans on the line and those listening, we're going to start out with just um, expanding out a little bit. We're going to go out the size of, you know, we're going to go out a 1,000 miles. And as soon as I ask you to kind of do that, you're gonna, your, your energy is going to do that. So don't get caught up in if you're doing it, if you're not doing it, how to do it right. And then let's send out another 1,000 and another 1,000. Cool. I just want a little more space around separation anxi- anxiety or anxiety or anxious. That tends, those words tend to like, you know, lock us down and cramp us down. So let's have a little more space on the line and all the listeners that um, – that are going to listen now or in the future. And then all the animals that would like to join us today. I'm going to ask them to show up, um, Dakota and Oakley and the three kitties and anybody else that would um, like to join us for this show and the show in the future. And like we talked about last time, you know, what if we're infinite beings and what if our animals are infinite beings and we can be everywhere. And so we're going to go um, through time and space, and that's where that question comes. And I don't know if anyone noticed a shift in the energy, but it tends to lighten up and get a little even bouncier because the animals that want to be here are here. So cool is all of that. And those are some um, tools from Access Consciousness, as Susan mentioned in um, her little intro. And we're going to go through a few more tools. You can get more information on Access and the clearing statement that's going to come up at accessconsciousness.com. So we're just going to start out with a clearing right off the bat, um, and then we'll get into maybe what separation anxiety is or isn't. Um, at any time, who's on the line and wants to speak up, please do interrupt me with your question. We'd, we'd love to have your contribution. Um, if you'd rather just um, chat it, um, I, I'm looking at that screen so I can read it off or um, and we can go from there on that, too. Um, so what decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations have you or anyone else put on your animal this lifetime or any other lifetime that keeps the separation anxiety locked in place? Everything that is times a godzillion can we uncreate and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And so I will probably go back to that throughout the show and repeat that and, and try and move that energy that's around it. So what they... They actually call like separation anxiety, phobias. There's also, there's always a label in this reality of it, and it and they call it maladaptive stress responses. That's so light and airy. It's so much fun to deal with those words. Um, 
So everywhere we have to label things and name things and lock them in place even more, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, ambiance. So these maladaptive stress responses, be it separation anxiety, be it a phobia like a noise phobia, and there's a lot of information on like storms, and I think we'll save some of that maybe for another show because there's so much more and they tend to be a lot more complicated. Um, but if you have any questions, by no means am I um, going to stop you. But we're going to kind of maybe keep this closer to just separation and separation anxiety, maybe the anxiety point part of it. And so these maladap- maladaptive stress responses. So what, another tool from Access is who does this belong to? So we're going to go back to the people in our pets' lives. So how much anxiety and stress um, do we bring into the situation? Everything that is, times a gazillion, can we create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And so one of the tools in Access is who does this belong to? And so when you have an emotion come up, let's say anxiety, you can ask this question, who does this belong to? Does it belong to me, someone else, or something else? And generally it's going to belong to someone else, um, and then you can return to sender, um, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys and beyonds. Or if it's something else, it's the earth. And, I'll, and I talk about returning stuff to the earth quite a bit. Our animals are phenomenal at this. I tend to ask a lot of animals that are taking on stuff from people, maybe such as our anxiety, to just return that back to the earth. And they get that. Us, us um, people need a little more um, instruction. So if you happen to get a something else, you can return to the earth, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, earths, and beyonds. Um, and this way, maybe you won't be contributing to the anxiety, and what if the anxiety, or what we're calling anxiety, in your animal lessons. So um, all of these separation anxiety, these stress responses, you know, who does this belong to? Um, is your animal just showing you what they're picking up from you? Who's really worried that you're leaving the house? Your animal or you? Who's really feeling guilty that they're going to be gone eight or ten hours and that's being picked up by your animal as anxiety? Just some questions to throw out there for you to look at. Um, another tool in access is fear isn't real. And... Anxiety can show up as a fear response, or what we call a fear response. Um, do um, What if fear is really an excitement instead? And then it's like, okay, so how does that apply to my dog, who, like Susan's, is being destructive in the house? How How is that excitement? So let's look at it um, from a little bit different point of view. Let's look at the animal's point of view. What if it is excitement, and then they have thresholds? And when they get excited over a certain threshold, they don't know how to manage what to do next. And it comes out in um, possibly aggression, destruction behavior, shaking, um, and, and, and a bunch of other what we call symptoms. So everything, all that is, times a gazillion, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So I'm just giving you a bunch of different questions to look at things a little differently instead of, you know, this is what we call it, this is what it is. Um, and But a lot of what we can use in this reality, in the doing part of it, it can be applied beautifully. Um, 
so I want to go to what can be signs of anxiety, separation anxiety, maladaptive stress reactions. I'm going to keep using those words since um, we, we, we kind of define them. And words defined by definition alone is a limitation, so living up to that label and those words is a limitation. So everything that is times a godzillion, can we create and destroy it all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. With that said, you can assume your dog is anxious or fearful when they do some of the following, all of the following, you know, couple of the following, they don't have to do all of them, but crying or whining, drooling, ears held back, hiding, inappropriate elimination, lip licking, looking away from a threat, um, loss of appetite, pacing, panting, shaking, tucking tail, vigilance, and yawning. Um, so I think we've all seen some or all of that maybe with your animals, maybe with other people's animals, maybe just, you know, in passing on videos. Um, but I wanted those out there so you're like, maybe you can go and, is, an, is my animal doing any of this? Is it doing only one of these? Um, is there Are they doing the shaking so dramatically that they're definitely anxious? Um, and, and then when are they doing all of this? Um, and when are they presenting these behaviors? Um, and so the, I wanted that out there. So back to separation anxiety. So if fear isn't real, and maybe we're dealing with an excitement and a threshold lip level to that excitement that then the animal cannot manage their behavior, um, So animals have different thresholds, right? So some animals can handle, you know, a storm. They can handle you leaving. They can handle all of this stuff, and others can't. So what if we start looking at where is their threshold and how can we expand that threshold for their their space and their living? Everything that doesn't allow that to occur with total ease, can we uncreate and destroy it all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, ambiance. Let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll get some questions and chat with our panel. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today and my panel of guests as we ask questions about changing separation anxiety with ease using the access tools. 
Again, I invite you to join us with your questions and your animals. Check out just how easy it is to chat in a question live at www.a2zen.fm. Click on chat in the top blue line. Or you can email me your questions later directly at Dr. Andy at Harper's Ridge. Now back to our amazing animals. So we were going through exactly what um, different behaviors you may see that um, is going to tell you your dog is anxious. Um, and I have papers everywhere today. Where did my paper go? And some of those include crying or whining, drooling, panting, shaking, tucking tail. Um, a lot of stuff that we, we see and it tends to be pretty obvious that our animal is not um, as comfortable as they would like to be or as that we would like them to be. Um, so what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body and your animal be to simply change, simply be and change all this anxiety right away with total ease? Everything that doesn't allow that to occur, can we create and destroy at all times a godzillion? Right on good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, ambience. So Susan um, mentioned her her Oakley, um, a little female lab. She's been with you what three years? Three years, yes. Three years. And, and you you named her the most destructive dog you've ever lived with. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and and <laughs> what part, what was that? I'm so sorry. Calling her that probably doesn't help things. No, so how much does that lock that in? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, boy, shorts, and meons. I do the same thing with my little wiener dog. I'm like, oh, this dog is so difficult. Hmm, what am I going to get more of? <laughs> A difficult dog. So you can always kind of catch yourself and go, hmm, how can I change that? But um, we do tend to label things, and for this purpose, that's, that's the dog that you're living with, um, and she tends. So we're not quite sure if this is separation anxiety, but she's got a pretty rotten behavior you mentioned here. Yeah, yeah. So she um, has always been a counter surfer, and, you know, we've tried numerous things with training and setting her up for things, and nothing seems to dissuade her. Um, you know, if people are preparing stuff in um, the kitchen, like my kids make their lunches for school, and um, they turn their back for a second, she'll go for it. So I, I think there's a certain amount of um, disrespect for her owners that she has, the fact that she thinks she can um, take whatever she she wants versus what is given to her. And um, the trash can. We never had um, dog trash can issues, so um, we started putting a 20-pound weight on our trash can before we left. She soon figured out how to knock that all over. Then we put it in um, the closet in the laundry room, and she figured out how to get into that. And so now it's out in our garage, and it's kind of a pain. But if there's anything um, that she can pull off the counters, um, she tends to do it, especially if there could be food or it's a plastic bag or something, she'll go for that. We're lucky that she's otherwise a very sweet and cuddly dog, but this, you know, all the destruction she's done and coming in and finding trash all over your house, it hasn't been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, not not so much fun. Um, <clears throat> so is she? So she'll pull anything down. This isn't just food motivated. No, no. I had a stuffed animal that um, was a prize for someone, and uh, she ripped apart the singing and dancing Elvis dog. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Total destruction of that. And uh, luckily she doesn't go after furniture or, you know, cloth door frames or anything um, like that. But um, she, yeah, it can be food-based. Um, you know, I, I mean, she got into some protein powder of mine once. I had bought all this stuff and left it up on the counter. And sure enough, I come home and it's all over the place. Um, so sometimes it's food-based, sometimes it's just an item-based thing, you know, pens, pencils, you know, whatever she can get to, she tends to um, destroy. Yeah, so how much is this Is this more just her enjoying the crap out of making a mess? Yeah, yeah, see, and, and that's where I'm trying to get it. And like I said, you know, when I saw your topic, I kind of had a little bit of an intuitive hit that, um, hey, this could be a component piece of it. And um, like I had chatted um, to you, she will counter-surf when we're home. Right, um, yeah. And the other, thing, oh, the other thing, we need to get some child-proof locks for our cabinets because um, she'll get into the pantry and pull food out. Okay. And obviously she's eating this, or she just strew around the house? Um, some some things get eaten, and some things are just okay. strewn. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting the sense that it's not actual food motivation, like I need to, you know, like some dogs will, from this lifetime or any other lifetime, need to inhale anything and everything because they never... Th- they they they've decided somewhere along the way that they're not getting any more, and that's that energy is not matching this. This is almost maybe even an attention type behavior that has worked for her this lifetime, another lifetime, all of that type of guys. Nothing can create and destroy it all. Wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So when there's trash all over the place, or something gets taken off the counter, or what is your reaction or the family's reaction? Um, usually what I do when I come back and it, it's a mess, um, I put her outside, put the panel in, and I clean it up, and I leave her outside um, on the deck for a little while just because I don't want to totally lose it with her. I'd rather just you know get her out of sight, get her out of mind, and deal with the mess at hand. She's not getting a lot of attention for it. Like, you, you're not... Some people, you know, yell and scream and blah, you know, all of that. You just kind of, she's out of the room and you clean it up for the most part. Uh, yeah. Yeah, initially, you know, there was some yelling. <laughs> right. And now yeah. it's kind of a, a nasty look and, you know, pointing her outside and, you know, kind of ignoring her afterwards. She even takes herself that. outside now. Now she even knows what's going to occur. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. You can tell when she um, has done something. She does not come to greet me at the door, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. and just leans on her bed and is a little bit sheepish. And um, but yeah, she she doesn't automatically take herself outside yet. She needs a little bit of encouragement to stay outside, right. and you know. But she knows so. what she knows what's going to occur. Yeah, knows yeah. it's not right. good. All right, so let me talk to Oakley for a second. So what stupidity are you using to create, we're just going to call it this behavior you are choosing, the countersurfing, the mess-making, the snatching, the hiding. It's more of this, it's more just the snatching energy that seems to 
like, be so much fun for her. Can we uncreate and destroy it all times a godzillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And Oakley, everywhere where you decided that snatching things was a fun game, especially if it made a mess this lifetime, any other lifetime, can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And then, Susan, everywhere where you have played into her game, consciously or unconsciously, can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So it, and it's, I don't, I'm not getting that it's, that it's an anxiety. It's almost just a decision she made somewhere. That this snatching is a lot of fun in her world, and I don't know why I keep going back to that word, but that what seems to read. Um. So I mean, all that is times a gazillion. Can we create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So there's just a couple clearings that you could probably write down and even um, put on a loop and run them at night and see if you can start unwinding that. You know, you can put it in your room or by her bed on a real low level and just start running that. Um, and when I use the word stupidity with Oakley, I mean the unawareness. Because I also don't think this was something she cited in this lifetime. And I don't think it actually has anything to do with you guys. Does that make sense? Like she yeah, would do this yeah. to anybody, any chance what she's got. That you said to jot down and use on her? I didn't. You, you broke up there a little bit. I didn't hear that. Sorry. Sorry. What would be that uh, clearing statement that you said to put on the loop for her? Um, for her, it would be what stupidity... Um, are you using, meaning I'm talking to Oakley, are you using to create the snatching game <laughs> you are choosing? <laughs> and the fact that I'm laughing is that pretty much matches the energy. <laughs> yeah, it's a game that you have somehow um, played into and continue to play into for her. Mm-hmm. All right. And and everywhere where you are playing into her games. So let's do let's do that. What stupidity are you using to play into her snatching game you are choosing? And like I said, stupidity is awareness. So you're unaware of how you're playing into it, so let's let's get that cleared out. Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, ambience. And dogs do make decisions that hold them back from moving forward. She may even really would like to change this. She just is uh-huh. unaware, too, of how to do that. Because, yeah, you know, I mean, I have three teenagers in the house, so there's a certain level yeah. of stress and anxiety and bickering that's constantly going on. Anyway, so, mm-hmm. you know, you wonder how much of that, you know, she's well, Right, and with that little bit of information, how much does she break all that up sometimes by stealing something off the counter? Um, you know, it's not that common when we're all right there. Um, okay, it's, cool. It's most common that she's trolling for stuff um, when we're not home. Okay. Um, but it might be something to take a look at as to, okay, when the stress level or the anxiety in the household goes up, does the behavior get bigger? You've also put in a lot of stuff in place that, you know, 
you can't get to the trash, you can't do this, you can't do this. And all of that's not a lot of fun for you guys either. Walking into another room to throw your trash out is kind of a little bit of a pain in your rumpus, right? Um, And then if... um, And so how much are you irritated by that that also locks us into place? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of different things. Um... My, my my producer's brilliant, and she goes, is this her way of being a disorderly teenager like the others? <laughs> I love that. Everything that is ties a gazillion. Can you create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, boys, shorts, ambience. Go, Carol. That was awesome. Um, you can also just download the whole show, and you can play that overnight, and then she'll get all of this that we talked about time and time again, and we can unwind it with a little more ease. And then continue doing all the behavior modifications you're doing. Okay. Cool. And how long does it usually take to see a shift? That's a funny question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just this conversation alone, you may see a, a, a feather of shift. And that's what you're looking for. You're not looking for, oh, my perfect dog showed up. But it may take a little, you know, It, you may see something later today that may just be a shift in how her eyes look or just the way she moved through the kitchen that's going to start to show you this. And then you're going to have to start, not that you're going to have to, but you may need to start, let's leave the trash out. I'm going to go outside for 10 minutes and see what occurs. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there was a sandwich there and she didn't touch it next weekend. Huh. Things yeah, might be like changing. <laughs> yeah. So what's it going to take for that to show up with these? <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, boys, shirts, and yeah. So let's go to break, um, and then we're going to come back. Um, Kim had a question on her um, kitties. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio. Along with hosting this radio show, I do have an animal chiropractic practice in Denver. 
Colorado, where I offer animal chiropractic care, laser therapy, access consciousness, body process sessions. Um, I call those energetic magic with animals, and they include ESSE, SOP, and more. Um, also offer verbal processing using the access tools uh, for behavior or personality issues with your animal. Um, and that's a one-on-one session that's pretty similar to what we're doing here on the show. Um, and then in 2015, we're going to bring in tons of classes and workshops for you and your animal. We do have, I think it's going to be the last class for the year. Eh, you never know. November 29th, which is this Saturday here at my Denver office, we're going to do some body process class. For, and this is for the peeps. Um, it'll be at 3 p.m. We'll do uh, a five-day class, Bars Foundation Level 1, in January. We're going to do a Talk to the Entities uh, two-day class in February. Um, a good friend of mine, Cara Wright, is coming in um, and is going to be facilitating that class. And then Cara and I are going to do an intro night, probably Entities and Animals, and that will be a lot of fun. That will be live at my Denver office. We're going to have Susie Godsey, which is the Talk to the Animals Worldwide Coordinator for Access, is going to come hopefully during the summer. We're still working on dates. Um and then Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider in September. So, And I'm always looking at adding more. And all of that can be found at harpersridge.com. So let's get back to our animals. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you, your body, you, your body, and your animal be to simply be and change all this anxiety right away with total ease? Everything that is times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, boy, shorts, ambiance. So Kim, um, like she introduced earlier, she's got three kitties. Um, she um, can speak up and chat with me, but she uh, um, wrote in that Boo recently started to poop outside the box. Um, and she's wondering if that's separation anxiety for kitties, because kitties... Do, do they show their separation anxiety? Do they show separation anxiety? How much more do kitties hide than dogs? Um, you know, they don't sit at the door and and vibrate, you know, shaking, um, generally speaking, like our dogs do. And so they can be it can be a little bit more difficult to is this a separation anxiety am I that I'm looking at it's behavior? Is that what they're um showing us. I do think kitties, they do quite a bit of drooling if they're ill or stressed. So that is um, tends to be a big one for kitties. Um, loss of appetite. Um, you, you're going to have a hard time telling is this the pacing behavior or not with them. But there may be something um, that they start to do that's a little more repetitive in their pacing. So you can kind of pay attention to that. Maybe they're, you know, right in front of the window. They're doing a lot more back and forth stuff, something like that. Um, generally, there is no tucking of tail. Um, not a lot of whining and crying. Kitties don't do that. There may be an increase in them, quote, unquote, talking to us. There might be more verbal meowing to us. And so we kind of have to keep an eye on that. Um, hiding, that's big with kitties. If they're, they start to hide and they were never a hidey kitty before, that could be a huge indication um, that there there could be some anxiety. Now, is it separation anxiety? Is it noise anxiety? Um, do you, Kim, do you feel comfortable telling us a little bit more about Boo? 
So Boo um, at, at the house had been pooping outside the box. Um, and then when we moved to the hotel, he uh, he actually was pooping in the box and was even covering it. And, and I was thrilled because we're in a small space and um, I was very relieved about that. Um, and then just two nights ago, I think, two or three nights ago, I can't remember, he started, he just started pooping outside the box again. Um, and it, and at first, I would say probably last week, he still pooped in the box, but then didn't cover it. And, but it was still in the box. And then just a couple mm-hmm. nights ago, he started pooping outside the, outside the box. Um, so what else would you like to know about Boo? I mean, uh, well, thanks for um, reminding me what Excuse me. What was going on? Because he this is the kitty that was pooping, then not, and now we're doing the same behavior again in a different location. Right. <laughs> yeah, and we and we have talked about this before with him. What was it when you were in your home? And it, honestly, we never really got anywhere, and so we were like, "Oh, he's doing here. How cool is that? Maybe there was something in the house that was an issue for him." But now we're seeing it again. Um, yeah, and I can't remember what started in the house. Um, it's just a big blur to me. Um, right. But but he was so good when we got to the hotel. I was so excited. <laughs> and, oh, and you and now, switched. You, I, I do know that you moved rooms in the hotel. Did it start after that? It didn't. It started probably five days after that. Um, okay. The only the only thing I can think of maybe is that um, I had a party for my husband on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was pretty busy running around getting things together for it. I was, you know, I was kind of stressed about it. Um, mm-hmm. Last last week marked the. Uh, the year for his death. Mm-hmm. So a lot of emotion last week. Okay. So I don't know if that contributed. I, you know, I don't know. So everything, all that is times a gazillion can we even create and destroy it all, right? Wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So let's look at it energetically. Did it contribute to this in Boo's world? It's I'm asking you, I'm asking Boo, I'm asking everything, you know, le- looking at the energetics of it, did it contribute to his bathroom um, changing, his bathroom, what's the word I want, I don't know, it's gone, um, but did that, all of that, did, did the anxiety in you change his bathroom habits, there is the word I wanted, um, for Boo? And it, 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 and it's not, it's not a big Woohoo, yeah. Um, and so what is going on with, with the kitty? Um, and you may need to just keep asking that question. Um and 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 running, you know, what energy space and consciousness can you, your body and your animal be to simply be and change all of this, all of this bath all of these bathroom habits with total ease. And that might be something that you ask every morning and things will start to show up and change for you. 
Um, Boo, <laughs> he's a fun little kitty. <laughs> he's so stinking smart. And, you know, maybe we, we're going back to maybe this is a very, actually it's very similar energy to what Oakley was doing. It's her, it feels more like it's not to us and this is how animals look at things. It's, it's almost maybe his game with you. And maybe there's an unconsciousness that you're contributing to this game. Yeah, no, poop is not funny in our world. Poop not where it belongs. Does, does, does not work for the humans. No, it, it does not work for the people. No, absolutely. I'm not saying this, it needs to continue and you should make it a game. So don't get me wrong on that part. But um, where have you, and this is not something that you can cognitively answer, but where have you contributed to maybe his game with the poop? Everything that is times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And what's funny is that's starting to read finally. Like, even when we looked at it before, we were very serious because, you know, not in the box is very serious, you know. What is going on here? But um, the contribution Susan was with Oakley kind of opened the door to, I think this is one of his quote-unquote games with you. And maybe you need to have a different conversation with him about it. Like, um, all right, got your number on this. Um, can we find a different game here? And I don't know what that's going to look like for you. Um, and why, you know, in this life, every other, any other lifetime that he decided that pooping where he does it, where he, sh- where he's told to poop or should poop. Can we, um, I'm going to back up here. So everywhere he's decided in this lifetime or any other lifetime that pooping where he um, should poop or is told to poop is not any fun for him and he's not doing it, can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, ambiance. That kind of makes me smile. kind of makes him smile. Um, so don't, I'm not making... Fun. I'm not making light. I, yes, he needs to use his litter box, but it's almost like you want me to use the box. I'm not going to. And what if it's actually that simple and there's actually nothing else going on here except a little bit of his game, which we find not funny. You following it all, or you think, or you think I'm crazy? It's okay. No, I'm watching his ear, which is twitching as you're talking. Um. No, I think that's exactly it. I think he decided. I don't think that there's, you know, anything physically wrong with him. I think he decided he didn't want to do it. Yeah, um, because you told him that's where he should go. And, yeah, and it's yeah. not, and it's not a fun game. No, <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> mhm. And we are in hotel room, boo. So, uh, it, it's not. We're in a hotel. It's a very small space, so we, it, it's not appropriate. So everywhere he thinks poop is funny, in general, can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. Because obviously they don't look at poop as this diseased, you know, gross thing that we do, right? That's just their poop. Hmm, I'm going to go here. Hmm. You know, and that's not funny to us. So everything, all that is times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And like everywhere where he's going to do... The opposite 
of what he should do or you tell him to do or you want him to do just because he's a little kid type energy? Can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, short, Sammy. What if for two days you tell him, do not use a box? Go wherever you want to go. I know this is not going to be easy. But a little, <laughs> right? But a little reverse psychology. Or, you know, go ahead, poop right outside the box. Go ahead, I dare you. Okay. What if? Uh, what uh, if? Yeah. You know, you, you kind of got, what are you going to lose? He's already not going in the box. Yeah. You know, and what if this conversation will change things too for you? But it was really funny how I remember us talking about this and how it was very serious, you know, da, 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 you know, and not getting anywhere. And it wasn't until we kind of changed it to this game energy that it was like, oh, there isn't anything really serious going on. He's not really unhappy. He's not, because sometimes that is that, you know. No, he just doesn't want to do what you'd like him to do. And that that kind of matches him. He's so such a fun cat. I love that cat. Anything else, Kim? <laughs> Do, <you want> him? <laughs> Do I want him? No, I, I, my in, I always say my inn is all fill, full at the moment. Um, if you have anything else, let's let's um, we'll get to it after this next break, and then I have a question um, from Michelle about her beagle. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. Um, we are talking about, well, the title of the show is separa- Separation Anxiety. Um, I'm not sure if that's what we're actually talking about, so how cool is that? <laughs> so what energy, space, and consciousness can you, your body, and your animal be to simply be and change all this anxiety right away with total ease? Um, and actually, if you, it, we've kind of ended up talking about all the humans' anxiety over animals' behavior, so that's kind of funny what the animals wanted us to talk about today. So next show, next week, we're here every Monday at, at www.a2zen.fm, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific. We, I have a special guest. Callie Leher is here. She's a fellow Access Consciousness Facilitator and Animal Communicator. So we're going to be talking beyond animal communication. 
Um, you can always also check out last week's show. We had our very first panel show. We talked about um, holiday stress and your pet. And that all the previous shows are under the archives podcast tab at the top of the page at a2zen.fm. And you can always reach me at harpersridge.com or email me directly at drandy at harpersridge.com. So as a certified animal chiropractor, I'd like to remind everyone that this is information was provided for informational purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness um, in your pets. Um, if you or your animal have a health concern, you are encouraged to seek the counsel of a holistic veterinarian um, or another veterinarian that's knowledgeable in your area of interest. Anything else come up during the break, Kim? Nope. Cool. Awesome. Um, say hi to Boo for me. Um, <laughs> so Michelle um, um, chatted in her beagle is doing a couple things that I think are attributed to separation anxiety he has peed on a couple of beds once when he was home alone overnight and a couple of times on my daughter's bed while she was away when my daughter is at her dad's for a couple of days he pulls the bedding off her bed drags it out um, to the hallway and humps it frequently while she is gone um. Yes. Now we've gotten to the separation anxiety, though a classic. And when you have an animal that's peeing inappropriately, it generally is what are they pissed about? Um, and so that's always a good question to ask when that is occurring. What are you pissed about? Um, obviously, he was not happy that um, he was home alone overnight. And uh, Michelle's daughter seems to be... Um, his person, um, and and he may be very interested in having all of his people in one place at night, and when they're not, that causes him anxiety. Um, if you'd like to chime in at any point, Michelle, please do. Um, okay. Hi. Uh, <laughs> so uh, these these are yes, you are correct. He's separation anxiety. Absolutely. Um, you can pretty much, you know, the overnight alone probably is not going to happen very often, and you can avoid that. No. Right? right. I mean, that's that's pretty easy. But daughter has to go to dad's. Yeah. Right? I mean, that that's just going to occur. And kind of, you know, you may need to have sit down and have a conversation with the beagle. What's the beagle's name? Gunner. Gunner. Is he a pretty funny guy? Serious yeah, he's, guy. Yeah. Both. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, and, he's very sweet. He loves his people. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. And how unhappy is it when she goes away? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we have um, three and a half minutes. So let's see if we can give him tools to work on. Um, sit him down, have your daughter, you, and him there, and explain she's she's got to go to her dad's. There are going to be these nights that she's going to be gone. Um, does she is she old enough to have a phone yet? Your daughter. She does. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Put a picture of Gunner on the phone uh-huh. and have her say good night to him when she's gone. Okay. Have him che- have her check it. I know. I know. This is it's and have her say good morning in the morning or. Have her check in. I'm having dinner at Dad's because she's there. Or, you know, whatever. I don't know what your schedule looks like, but have her check in energetically on the phone with him. 
And so he knows she's okay, that she's going to bed, you know, and kids are so cool about this. So she'd be like, really, I can talk to Gunner? Well, I'm not there. And maybe that relieves her anxiety about being gone, too, that she's not expressing as obvious as Gunner That seems to work miracles, and everybody kind of does that reaction like, really? But that Mm -hmm. energetic check-in. And you can even ask her if she doesn't have her phone for whatever reason just to energetically check in with him anyway. You know, just she – kids are so cool about this, she'll probably be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we've all been through access too, so. Okay, so yeah, so um, (laughs) – that's a big one that seems to help a lot on and probably on both ends in this situation. Because um, how okay. much maybe is she anxious about missing her dog? Are these? Yeah, because she she looks forward to seeing her baby again. So yeah, yeah. So if she gets to check in and he gets to check, how cool would that be for both of them? And what if that just changes mm-hmm. everything? Um, yeah. With ease there. Um, yeah, close that door. Make sure he doesn't get to get to that um, bedding. <laughs> right. Um, he's an obvious guy, huh? There's not. Yeah. He's pretty much everything on his sleeve. Um, and then, again, like I told, play some of this show um, while maybe put it on a, a loop while both of them are sleeping at night. Ooh, yeah. Um, in her room on the days that she's there and right. see how much that will um, shift anything, shift mm-hmm. everything, shift something. Um, yeah, he, he's so cute. He's so obvious. I love it. I love it. Um, there are, let me, do you have any other questions? No. So we've got a whole 30 seconds. So besides all clearings and all the access tools that we talked about, there is, homeopathic remedies and I had a fellow um, access facilitator access consciousness facilitator on and she has OptiBalance um, for pets and she has a fear and phobia fear and phobias formula that may be helpful so there are tons of things out there I want to thank Kim, Michelle and Susan for um, joining me today and until next week how much fun can we have with our animals Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?